NBA basketball is back. Kings basketball is back. The preseason has started as the Kings had their first game of preseason in Vancouver against the Toronto Raptors, where they lost 112 to 99. And it was very fun to be able to watch Kings basketball again. But I think the first thing that I need to say is just to preface all of this by saying this is preseason. Everyone needs to remember this is preseason because obviously people, I think, have the tendency to overreact to things in the preseason. So just before I say anything, I just got to put that out there. You know, you can't really take much away from a preseason game, uh, especially not from like the starters. Like Darren Fox was out there. He scored two points on zero field goals. He b barely can... Uh, get it going in the first half of regular season games. So, you know, in a preseason game, there's not going to be that much motivation. But we did see the, the starters played in the first half, about 16 minutes, 14 to 16 minutes. And then it was the deep bench uh, for the second half. And so I'm just going to go through every player. Uh, there were 20 players that played in this one, which is one one less than last preseason opener, I think, where he played all 21. Uh, and the DNP was Chance Comanche in this one, and everyone else played. And so because there's, you know, it is one preseason game, this will probably be a shorter video, maybe, I think. Not sure. We'll see. Um, but let's just breeze through the starters, because that's not really important. One thing I will say about the starting group was right away it seemed like they didn't miss a beat and running up and down the floor as fast as possible and the offense looked good. And the first quarter the offense was great, 35 points, Sabonis was diamond guys up and, and everything looked like normal pretty much. And then for the rest of the time it, it was not great after that. But Going through each individual player, we have Fox, who I already said just didn't really do much, was not really expected to do anything because he uh, just <laughs> didn't seem very motivated to get to the basket. But when he did, he couldn't finish, and he was not shooting well from three, which was the case for most of the Kings. Uh, Kevin Herter never really got into the game offensively at all. And then we had Keegan Murray and Harrison Barnes, who led the starters with 11 points each. And you could see Keegan Murray was clearly uh, more aggressive driving to the basket and looked a lot more comfortable. So something that we saw in the preseason, it's translated here already. Uh, or did I say pre something we saw in Summer League is translating to the preseason and that he is going to be on the ball more. There was even a point where they gave him the ball to take it up the floor, and that didn't work out so well, and he didn't look super comfortable being guarded by Pascal Siakam, who knocked the ball away out of bounds. So, you know, maybe he's not ready to be initiating the offense, but he did look more comfortable on the ball. He started out the game right away by pump faking, getting Pascal to close out on him, and then went right by him for the dunk. And so right away, he was looking good. Couldn't get the three to fall, but was getting things to go inside. And so that was exciting to to see for him. 
and his growth, because that's obviously going to be a very important part of where the Kings can get to this season. Then we had Harrison Barnes, who people need to appreciate more what he's able to do because he is just such a solid player at all times. And the bench unit came in for the Kings and it was rough. And then he came back in with the starting unit and it was just like a breath of fresh air. Like, oh, a guy who's always going to make the right play, who's going to cut to the basket and finish, who's going to make the right pass, you know, always in the right spots. And I think people need to appreciate that more because he's a guy who tends to get um, a lot of hate or just people not really respecting what he does contribute to the team. Because what he did in this preseason game is what he does in most games, which is just not standing out, but just always making the right play. And then Sabonis right away just took a midi and splashed that. So that was a good sign. But then other than that, he missed a couple outside shots. But he his passing was great. Uh, and like I said, I mean, that's kind of why it looked like the offense hadn't missed a beat. All the cutting and off-ball action, Sabonis was always finding someone, Barnes a lot of times, Keegan as well, inside, and so it just looks the same as last season. So then moving on to the bench, there was a, we played four kind of units in this game, obviously with 20 players, you know, that makes sense, and it very much was, we're going to have the first unit play together, we're going to have the second unit play together, third unit play together, and fourth unit play together. There was not too much mixing, um, but we there was a little. And so last season, a lot of times, the first substitution would be Davion Mitchell in for De'Aaron Fox. That was not the case in, in this game. We had Mitchell and Monk come in together as the first substitution, and they came in for Herder and Barnes. And so that was very interesting because right away you're going with the three-guard lineup, and at times Davion was the primary defender on Pascal Siakam, who's obviously much bigger than him, but Davion was holding his own like he can against bigger guys. And then the other thing about Davion was immediately uh, took two threes and splashed them both. So if he can do that, that's definitely going to be an option as a three-guard lineup. Because defensively, you don't really have to worry about him. He plays a lot bigger than he is. And so if he can hit threes offensively, you can have him out there in a lot more um, lineups and, and different variations. So it obviously adds a lot to this team if he can hit the three. And that's kind of what we've been hearing all summer is he's working with Steph and Steph's trainer and a few other guys just working on a shot all offseason. And so we'll see because we also heard that the season before. And his shot looked a lot different um, last season than it did his first season. And so hopefully this is the season where he makes a jump in his three-point shooting. And then the other guys on that second unit were, like I said, Malik Monk, Chris Duarte, Trey Lyles, and JaVale McGee. Malik Monk looked extremely wild. And he was playing with more swagger than he did last season, which I didn't think was possible. This dude was just out there just walking 
or like walking towards the basket after he came around the screen and just dropping it off to McGee and just like walking, not even like in a little jog or like getting down low a little, like he was just straight up and down walking with the ball and just throws it over to McGee. I'm just like, what is happening? And then he was on the fast break, just throwing crazy passes. Like <laughs> it was a, an interesting game for Malik. But about what I expected, he didn't hit any shots and was just, uh, just had some wild passes. Some of them worked, some of them didn't. Trey Lyles was just, you know, regular Trey Lyles. But then, you know, that's all I'll say about him. And then we have the two new guys in Chris Duarte and JaVale McGee. Duarte probably was the worst player on the floor for the Kings, which was disappointing, obviously. He went 0 for 6 from 3 and just did not look like he knew what he was doing out there at all. Um, and so obviously, first preseason game, it's going to take time to fit in. And that's why we don't um, overreact to things like this. But he just didn't look like he knew what like his strength was in like, he didn't know whether he should be dribbling the ball or just be giving it up and just being a spot-up shooter. You know, he, he didn't look comfortable out there. And then you look at other guys who immediately came in and looked comfortable in, like, Colby Jones and Sasha Vezinkov. Like, those guys immediately looked comfortable, and I'll get, you know, to them more later. But Chris Duarte did not look comfortable at all. And then JaVale McGee, with him, and I'll include Len in talking about McGee as well. So the battle for that backup big position. Right away you had Monk throwing an oop to JaVale and then also in the pick and roll, getting it to JaVale for the end one, two really nice plays. And then, you know, you had JaVale fouling a three-point shooter and, you know, making another dumb play. But then you had him getting a great block. And so I think with him, I mean, that's just the JaVale McGee experience. So I think with McGee versus Len, you have Len as the super stable guy who's just going to go out there and do his job, set screens, block shots, grab rebounds. And then you have McGee, who's maybe going to try to do a little more, who has a higher ceiling, but a lower floor. Just a, a more volatile player, but who, you know, can definitely be better than Len. With Len, you just, you know what you're getting every time. And with McGee, maybe not so much. So it'll be interesting to see how that backup center battle plays out. Trey Lyles obviously also can play some backup center, especially with Sasha out there as well. And so let's get to that third unit. Uh, Vezinkov didn't play until the uh, third quarter, which obviously won't, uh, be the norm. I was wondering if maybe they would wait in, until the second game to play him so that they could play him in the second unit. You know, maybe like try out Duarte in the second unit in this game and then give Sasha the run in the in the second game. And they might still do that, but they still but they played like everyone in this game. So Sasha came in for the second half and immediately looked just super comfortable out there. Like I said, Chris Duarte looked like he had no idea what he was doing or where he should be. Sasha looked like he knew exactly what he should be doing. 
the shot looks so good. The quick release. He hit two threes, two for four there. Went four for seven from the field. In only 11 minutes, he was our leading scorer with 12 points. And obviously, he's playing with a third unit and playing against like a, a second unit of the Raptors and, and lower. He like he never played against their first unit, I don't think. And so what's really interesting to me is when he gets to play with Sabonis, really, because he is an elite cutter. Like he was getting open so many times cutting to the basket, but guys just weren't finding him. Because in that third unit, we don't have like an, a super established point guard. We were playing Keon Ellis and Colby Jones out there. But when we have Sabonis out there, he is going to find Sasha so much cutting to the basket when they're in the game together. And that is really exciting. We didn't see him challenged um, defensively at all. So I don't really have any takeaways on that end. But offensively, he looked really good. And I think, you know, offensively, I think he can easily play out there with Trey Lyles and Sabonis, you know, and play all three of those guys. And so, like, Sasha could be inserted into Duarte's spot in this rotation. But it's just how that goes defensively is kind of the limitation on that. But I think offensively, Sasha can easily play the three. But overall, he just looked really good. And so I was excited to finally get our first look at him in a Kings uniform. And then we have, like I said, Keon Ellis, Colby Jones, Kessler Edwards, and then Alex Len, who I already talked about, in that third unit. And I already said, Colby Jones, I thought, looked comfortable. And that was kind of one of my takeaways from Summer League, too, is like he's a guy who's just going to impact the game immediately. He doesn't need to score to be able to impact the game. And immediately he came in and was rebounding the ball and hustling. He hit a three, made a couple nice passes. And so I am excited to see what he can contribute. I doubt he'll, I mean, he, he no way he's in the rotation to begin the season. Uh, and I, I doubt he'll get there, um, bar injuries this season. But I do think he's a player, like he's going to be an NBA player for a while. And then you go to Keon Ellis, and Keon was almost like a worse version of Malik Monk in this one. Or maybe like the same as Monk. <laughs> no, definitely worse. But like, we know Monk has that ceiling that he can get to, and we don't know that with Keon. Where Keon was just a little all over the place. I don't think he's a point guard. Like, I don't think he can handle the ball and pass the ball that well. But then he doesn't have the size and strength maybe to play the two. I mean, he's he's not short, but he's he's small. And he just, he did not look good offensively at all. And Mike Brown has mentioned uh, for ball handlers past Fox and Mitchell, there's Jordan Ford, Colby Jones, and Keon Ellis. And so Keon has been mentioned as a ball handler. And I just don't see it. And I've never seen it in in this preseason game, in summer league, in you know any games he played last season. I just don't see him as a point guard, ball handler at all. So yeah, rough game for him. And then we get to the fourth unit. Wait, no. Uh, Kessler Edwards 
was part of that uh, third unit. Uh, he just he didn't do much. He passed up a good shot to take a bad shot. That was my only note on him. <laughs> so not not great there. He's just a guy who needs to play with better players around him to be more effective. And he he's an NBA defender. And if he can have an NBA three-point shot, then he can play. And maybe that's the same with Keon Ellis, but we just haven't really seen it as seen him as much in NBA games, so I don't know. So then the fourth unit was Jordan Ford, Jalen Noel, Jeremy Lamb, Deontay Burton, and Jalen Slauson. This was the unit that made the ending score look kind of uh, respectable, only losing by 13 after it was much worse for most of the game uh, past the first quarter. So Jordan Ford... Just looked really solid handling the ball, like everything that Keon Ellis wasn't uh, in terms of directing the offense. Like even when he didn't have the ball, he was telling guys where to be and just directing the offense. He went four for five from the field, made at least two, if not more, floaters. And so for me, he's clearly the third point guard on this team. And we still have an open roster spot. And, you know... He got the two-way, but I don't see anyone else like, you know, Jalen Noel could be could be the guy that um, gets the last roster spot. And that's what I was thinking was most likely. But then I feel like you could also see Jordan Ford getting a ro- a full roster spot. Obviously, like this is one preseason game, but he did it all summer league. He's done it in Stockton. He just looks so calm and confident and it's okay during the regular season, I guess, to have a guy on a two-way as your like your third point guard can be on a two-way. So I guess we don't really need him to be on a full contract, but I think he could earn that at some point. Our other rookie, Jalen Slauson, I really liked what I saw from him. He is just an extremely athletic and big guy. He swatted one shot that made the crowd ooh and ah. And he, he just looks like a, a really good defender and a super energetic guy getting on the ground, diving after a ball. And he just looks like he has an NBA body to be able to compete athletically with guys and, and guard big guys. But then I think he has the quickness and length to guard smaller guys as well. So definitely big upside as a NBA defender for him. And then we had Deontay Burton, didn't really do too much, made one nice defensive play. Jeremy Lamb was solid offensively, part of, you know, making this uh, a more respectable uh, uh, scoreline. And then Jalen Noel, who I felt like looked good getting to his spots and getting his shots up um, and just missed two of them, made one of them. You know, the guys I don't really care about at all. Um, or about what they do in this preseason at all, are Fox, Herter, Barnes, Sabonis, Lyles, Monk, and Len, I guess. But the guys who I do care about, I mean, are everyone else. So you have Keegan just as a young player that I want to see what he can do on the ball. I want to see Davion uh, in terms of his jumper and his offensive game. And then I want to see guys like, uh, you know, Chris Duarte and Joel McGee, Vezhenkov as 
the newcomers, and then everyone else is just fighting for minutes and roster spot. So I just hope the main thing that I hope going forward in the preseason for the you know the next few games that Chris Duarte can bounce back and that we get to continue to see more of, of Sasha and Keegan with the ball and more of JaVale McGee protecting the rim. Because, I mean, this wasn't a good defensive game from the Kings. Like, the Kings, like I said at the start, they just look like the same team as last season, pretty much. Which is kind of the hope that we just, like, are the same team, but get a little bit better, right? Like, the shot when the shots weren't falling for the Kings, we just got roasted in transition. And the Raptors were scoring every time in transition. And then the, the all the talk is about defending with physicality, but without fouling. And the Kings defended with physicality, but they just fouled a bunch. And so that was the problem. And so you just hope that, uh, you know, as the preseason keeps going, they keep uh, learning how to better defend with physicality, with fouling less. But in terms of, you know, it being preseason game one, it's like I can just say the Kings are who we thought they are. And that's, you know fine that is what it is right it's it's preseason so no big takeaways from this game you know I just like watching preseason in terms of watching individuals more than the the team as a whole the Kings next preseason game is at home in a few days against the Lakers that one will actually be on NBA TV this one was uh, only available on a live stream and I believe the rest of the the preseason preseason games are on TV. But yeah, it's fun to uh, get Kings basketball back in our lives. And I will see you after that next preseason game against the Lakers. Peace.